Carson, what's going on, brother? Thanks for calling in. No, absolutely. I'm doing well. How about you? Always good, man. You're not going to hold my friendship with uh, the great Dick Gabriel against me, are you? <laughs> no, absolutely not. How do you know Mr. Gabriel? Uh, he'll do. Um, he'll actually do SEC Network for us when we have games, but um, we have another guy that will do uh, the radio coverage for our games, and he usually does it like the probably like the first month or so until ours is done with women's basketball. And now, do you know you know a lot of the radio guys down there? You know Curtis Birch or no? Yes, I do know Curtis Birch actually. Yeah, dude, Curtis is a great dude. I hang I hang out down there whenever whenever I go down to Kentucky. I hang out with those dudes, man. I love them. That's great. Uh, Curtis is a great dude. I actually um, did an internship in the fall at JMI Sports, which is where he works with when he does UK Sports Network. Oh, that's awesome, yeah, because he texted me today. He's like, oh, Carson's coming on? I'm like, yeah. He's like, bro, he's like, that's my dude. I, I do stuff with him, so that's kind of cool. You know? <laughs> no, he's, he's great. I love Curtis. I told you when we were texting that literally my worlds are colliding. The two most important things in my life. <laughs> l- l- listen, Carson, I'll, I'll say the wife and family, blah, blah, blah. But it's Yankees baseball <laughs> and uh, the University of Kentucky. So, so many people tweeted me, DM'd me, <laughs> everything that you, you're a, a BBN guy. Kentucky guy, come mm-hmm. to the Yankees, so now we're pretty much best friends. Does that sound good to you? <laughs> Just the perfect combo. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, before we have some fun, I want to congratulate you. I uh, forget about signing with the Yankees, but uh, you just graduated too, right? Yes, I did. Congratulations. What did you get your major in? Uh, integrated Strategic Communication. Meaning what? Um, it's kind of more of an interesting marketing side of the communication side, I guess you could say. Um, I absolutely loved it. Um, there's a couple paths you can do when it comes to comes to that major, there's account management, direct marketing, creative and public relations, and I chose the public relations side. So that's kind of what I learned about. Where'd you grow up in Kentucky? Uh, in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, so that's it. So did any of the school even have a chance of signing you when you were coming out of high school or no? Um, yes, actually. I was actually going to Cincinnati at first, which was where my brother was going. And okay. that wasn't entirely uh, why, but uh, just some changes happened that... Uh, Kentucky and UC and you know late my senior year it just kind of came to the point to where I kind of you know reopened my you know did some reevaluating and I made the decision to go to Kentucky I felt like that was the best thing for me and I'm definitely happy I did I was I want to trade the last four years for anything wow so going into senior year of high school you were going to be uh going to Cincinnati yes yes I was that's pretty wild isn't it no it's it's crazy there was actually a kid who was a freshman this year on the team who was technically committed to Kentucky before I was. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been a stud then, right? Uh, he's, he's definitely good. He was technically um, – I think he's actually – for how short the college season was, I think he was named uh, freshman of the year. His name's John Rhodes. He's an absolute stud. Is it weird or difficult going to a school like Kentucky where basketball always reigns supreme and football's like, you know, <laughs> it's getting bigger and bigger? And baseball, even though it's my love, it's not always on the forefront. Is that difficult for an athlete like you to do that, to go to a school like that? No, not entirely. Because, I mean, I, I bet there definitely is people that look at it like that, to be honest. But me, I mean, I'm just grateful to be in that kind of position. I mean, living a student athlete life, especially at a D1 level at an SEC school, I mean, you can't ask for anything more. I mean, it's unbelievable and the, how well you're treated and everything. I mean, I'm, I was very grateful for all that. I mean, it was great. Growing up in Lexington, I think it's a prerequisite. You got to play basketball. Did you play basketball or any other sports? Growing up? <laughs> uh, I d- only, only basketball. That was the other one, but I did play until about my freshman year of high school and me just being the way I was, I was already <laughs> ready to commit just to baseball freshman year of high school. And I, 
I started doing baseball just then. It wasn't that I, I definitely would still play some pickup basketball all the time uh, with friends or neighbors or anything like that. But baseball was definitely the, you know, the one love right there where I was already full in right there. Are you a big basketball fan or not really? Um, a little bit. It, it's um, hard not to be, I isn't it? No, no, definitely hard not to be. Um, I mean, I'm a diehard Kentucky basketball fan, uh, but I definitely enjoy college more than NBA. Who was your basketball guy growing up? Forget about the baseball guy. We'll talk about baseball in a minute. Who was your basketball guy growing up? Talking about college? Yeah. You know, the first one that, you know, definitely probably 2000 through 2010, I definitely probably felt like I, you know, wasn't, wouldn't know better or remember much, but definitely what made me really click, especially was John Wall. Oh, yeah. And he changed everything, didn't he? He, well, yeah, he really did. I think that's who they always kind of go back to, and they say the guy who changed everything. I think it definitely was John Wall. But I mean, I mean, there was just, I just, remember, I mean, I never miss a game, but there was games I'd watch where it was just like, geez, man. I mean, this guy's insane. And I mean, obviously, he ends up going number one overall for a reason. But I mean, he was just, he was so fun to watch. You know, what's great is a guy like you going to Kentucky, and I live in New York, so I played like elementary school basketball and you know I always thought I was like five foot six growing up so I'm like I'm going to the league and then when I was <laughs> I was in eighth grade and Felipe Lopez I don't know if you know who he is Felipe Lopez was like the LeBron James before LeBron James cover of uh, Sports Illustrated and I remember he was really? a senior, he was a junior in high school and I was in eighth grade and I saw him play and this guy's like a six foot nine kid from Dominican Republic Duncan touching the top of the backboard and he completely ruined my dream of ever playing basketball I'm like yeah I can't compete so I figured that's you I watching John Wall probably, same thing would happen to me if I was in that situation <laughs> hey Carson I went on your Twitter just now what's um what's the four mom charity thing what's that all about because it's right in your profile um so four mom charity is kind of a branch or not really a branch off but it was a charity started by one of my close friends Hunter Bishop who actually was a first-round draft pick by the Giants last year. And I played with him up in the Cape Cod League. And it was started by his older brother, Brandon Bishop, who um, is actually plays for the Manor, uh, the Seattle Manors. And they started a charity. It's for the Alzheimer's Association. And his um, both their, well, their mom sadly passed away this last year due to Alzheimer's. And Alzheimer's is something that um, – my whole mom's side of the family has sadly passed away from, oh, and God. that's just something that means a lot to my family as well. So it was just something that I got the opportunity to definitely, uh, you know, just be able to support that, that foundation, which, you know, it means a lot to me being friends with Hunter and Braden, and, but also at the same time means a lot to my family. So getting to do that was great. And even the, uh, at the time this fall, there was a, there's always a March to end uh, Alzheimer's and, Usually in the fall when it's good weather, and luckily we got to do it at Kroger Field this year. But even more, even better, I actually got to turn it into a UK athletic wide event to where there was almost eighty student athletes that took part in that. So that was really awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I just actually did a quick Google search right when maybe twenty minutes before you called in, and you were inducted to like what I wrote down the Frank G. Ham Society of Character, big community service guy. So that's important for you, charity yes, community service giving back to you. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, they definitely, it's definitely something, you know, they preach through just how, you know, it's important to give back, but mm -hmm. you want to be remembered, not just only as the ball player you were, but the person you were. And that's something that definitely speaks words to me. But also at the same time, just 
you know, being able to use your platform and also just, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been very blessed, very grateful, but it's always nice to give back and especially do something like the four mom charity where it's something that has a lot of meaning and value to me. Speaking, you just mentioned being a bowl player. You were in a weird spot. Uh, we know that you just mentioned the 2020 baseball season was canceled after a month. MLB draft got shortened from 40 rounds to five. How scary was that for a player like you? Uh, you know, it definitely was scary, uh, especially in my situation. Uh, you know, I got drafted last year by the Tampa Bay Rays and uh, felt like it wasn't entirely my time to go into pro ball. And obviously at the time, you don't know any of this craziness will be going on. Um, but, you know, I, I had full confidence I would get drafted again or be able to be in that situation. Which I had no doubt in, but um, I mean... <laughs> No, no, no matter what was going to happen this year, like I, I knew I would probably be drafted again or definitely get that opportunity to move on. And this was going to be like, you know, your year. And when you start to hear, honestly, what was that first talking about the MLB draft, not even being a thing, mm-hmm. or, you know, they were saying there might not be a draft if there's not a season and sure, we're still, you know, hoping for a 2020 season here. Um, but no, that was definitely scary. And also at the same time, like, just to simply put it is i mean it sucks because yeah, <laughs> um i mean i definitely say if the if the draft turns into a, a t- say 10 round draft which is what the rumors was that people were they kept saying that it was going to be five to ten rounds um and they were saying that like at the time it was five but they kept saying that they had a good feeling it was going to be pushed up to 10 and if it had to get pushed up to 10 i had the utmost confidence that I would get picked up in at least those 10 rounds. So that was definitely kind of a bummer that, um, you know, you might not get drafted, but obviously at the same time, you still get that opportunity. And it's, it's all the same excitement, especially when you get the opportunity with the Yankees. Yeah. Well, let's go, let's go to the Yankees. My love. How'd you get the phone call and who called you? Uh, Mike Gibbons. Uh, he's our area scout um, from New York here in Kentucky. And I'm sure um, all around Kentucky, but um I think he first called me maybe back in uh, April or so, and we honestly just kind of talked for a long time and um, kind of talked about my baseball journey, and he kind of talked about uh, the Yankees organization just getting a good feel for both sides of each other when it come to, came to that. And, I mean, I think we kind of both realized that there was a really good potential fit there, and um, I continue just to be in touch with Mike throughout the process, and definitely – uh, we had a I had a couple of Zoom calls as well, and not a couple, just one. But uh, you know, and even then, you never know what is, what entirely is going to be going on when it came to this last Sunday when you'd still get that potential phone call. But um, I mean, I got the phone call really quick from from Mike. Mike called me that morning, and I was I was so excited. I mean, I, even talking to with my family and my advisor, um, we definitely felt like the Yankees were going to be the which is a no-brainer and shocker, <laughs> not a shocker that that that's probably the best fit, especially for me when it just comes to you know pitcher development, still needing um, some improvement, still got a high ceiling that I feel like I got to improve on, and I mean it was definitely nice to um, get the opportunity from the team that would probably be the best fit for me. So I mean I'm you know it's no-brainer there and happy to sign with them. Where were you when you got the call? Were you home? Were you sleeping? Were you out? <laughs> no, I was up. I was up and you know pretty much staring at my phone. <laughs> um, but I was I was with my family because I definitely wanted to get to share that moment with them. So I mean that was that was definitely great and exciting. I mean, wouldn't want it any other way. 
Now, you, I know you're a little bit of a show-off because you got drafted last year, too. We get it. You like getting drafted by all these major league teams. <laughs> and you said you made your decision different. You said it was you weren't coming back. What made you want to come back? Uh, not like You got drafted last year. And listen, I played baseball throughout high school and college. If you ever drafted, like you jump at the opportunity. What made you so confident in yourself? Where does that confidence come from? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just, I've never, I think my confidence honestly comes from not really having any doubt. I don't think I ever really have doubt in myself and I'm just kind of loose and relaxed when it comes to most things. And when it just comes around to it, I'm just, I mean, I don't know. I just have no doubt in myself <laughs> that I can do anything really when it comes to it. And I mean, no, there's no part of me that when it came to making the decision to come back for another season that. You know, I was just going to be able to do it again, if not better. Now, I know, um, I know you weren't, and I emphasize weren't a Yankees fan. Uh, when you think of the Bronx Bombers, when you think of the Yankees, what comes to mind first? Just a, <laughs> the best of the best. I love to drop bombs constantly. <laughs> that's, that's literally what I think about. You got guys like Judge Stanton and Gary Sanchez and all those guys just absolutely. They're not just hitting homers. They're hitting absolute <laughs> <laughs> absolute nukes uh you ever been to big apple uh in a way i've um I, I may have gone to new york when i was very very little but i have driven through it when going to cape cod and i mean literally pretty much through new york new york and i mean it, it, driving by it through it was unreal but no i haven't actually gotten to you know experience to how you'd like to but i definitely want to soon do you know when you like where You'll be starting your MLB career with the Yankees, like it's single A, golf league. Do you know where or no? Uh, I do think it will be the golf league. Are you excited about that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'll be right down in uh, third place in Tampa, and uh, my mom is from St. Petersburg, Florida, which is right near there. And um, growing up there, St. Pete has been a place that I've gone down to since I was not even a year old, or one year old, and. We've had a place down there for a very long time, and I actually have a place really nearby to where I'll be be able to stay there, be close to – and I have family down there as well. Um, got my mom's side of the family down there, and I'll be able to see them, be close to them, and you know, just be in familiar territory that I love, so I'm definitely excited for that. You're a huge baseball fan. You're a great baseball player, and it is the Yankees, not because they're my favorite team or you know they're the most popular team. Do you get goosebumps thinking about just walking out of that bullpen – at the cathedral in the Bronx, does it give you goosebumps coming out there in the pinstripes? Do you think about that? No, I, I have thought about it, and it, I mean, it definitely is. It's definitely an exciting thought, but more importantly, when I think about it, I just think about you know wanting to get to work so I can make that happen. Has anyone from the Yankees, maybe a left-handed pitcher who pitched for Kentucky, uh, reached out to you yet? Uh, no, <laughs> he has not. The Big um, Maple has hasn't reached out to you yet. No, nah, James Faxon. No, he has not. <laughs> That'll definitely be pretty cool though if I got a little contact from him. I uh, it's great. You go from one insane, crazy fan base to another. You can't catch a break, you know. No, you can't. Um, but I mean, it's been great. I've definitely gotten a, a warm welcome from so many Yankees fans, and I'm, I'm definitely grateful for it. What picture did you model yourself after growing up? Um, you know, I get I kind of get asked that, or like, I I really don't. I've never had a pitcher I'd say I entirely modeled myself after. Uh, there was definitely maybe one that um, 
maybe not, I would say, model after, but just when it came to the attitude and competitive side, it was Jose Fernandez. Oh, oh God, yeah, he's a beast, too. He was amazing. Yeah, wa- watching him just, I mean, it was it was full go, 110%, and just, I mean, there, there was just so much fun and so much competitiveness in it, and so much confidence in himself, and I just, I don't know, I absolutely loved him. He was definitely one of my favorites, and I was definitely upset when his passing came, and but I definitely love him. Uh, loved loved him a lot. Um, he he was he was a lot of fun to watch, and I wanted to be just like him when it came to the attitude on the mound. And he played with such passion. Oh, who was your team growing up? Um, you know, I never was an entirely a diehard fan of any team, but my dad was a huge Cincinnati Reds fan, and mm-hmm. I grew up going to plenty of games um, and definitely watching them. I mean, every every. <laughs> Every night at dinner, uh, I mean, it was it was watching the Reds, and I mean, I love the Reds. I mean, it was it, I did love them. It was it was great, um, and I know that that's maybe died down in the past uh, past three five years or so. But um, but no, I definitely enjoyed them. And then the same with uh, mom being from St. Pete, um, getting to go to some Rays games and stuff like that definitely made me a little bit of a Rays fan. So I was definitely cool getting drafted by them last year. But um, I'm. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. Never been entirely a diehard fan, though. You're a 6'2", hard-throwing righty who comes out of the bullpen. The Yankees, we had another 6'2", hard-throwing guy who won number 42, Mr. Mariano Rivera, came out of the bullpen. <laughs> Is the bullpen where you feel most comfortable? You like? I know you're a relief pitcher now. Do you feel always more, more comfortable coming out of the pen? Um, yeah, I definitely feel uh, the most comfortable. And I think there's – and the funny thing about me is I'm actually probably the most comfortable in – the worst possible situation you could put me in. And I think that's why um, our coaches liked me a lot when it came to that because, and I, I told them the same way. I just wanted to be put in the situation, which it, like whichever would give us the best chance to win. And that's what I wanted to be in. And I loved it the most. And, and that, that sometimes that could be the ninth inning closing a game, mm-hmm. or it could be the fifth, sixth inning or even seventh anywhere. It's where it just might be a tight situation, but yeah, you kind of have that feeling or know, like, hey, this might be the most important part of the game. Like, give me the ball. Like, I want it, whether it's bases loaded, no outs. Like, give it to me because I have no doubt in myself that I can get <laughs> out of it. And trust me, I've actually done that plenty of times. That's an incredible mindset. That's what you need. Uh, so, listen, sometimes it's boring out there in the bullpen. Give me a favorite bullpen game when you're playing out there with the guys. Uh, You know, I, I've never gone into – playing a bullpen game maybe in during the summer ball we'd uh, maybe uh play some games whether it came to hacky sack or anything like that but definitely <laughs> the game i'm definitely just kind of moving around maybe cracking jokes just trying to stay loose and just get some conversation going definitely with the guys because it's definitely easy for a lot of bullpen guys just to tense up get anxious and i mean i'd be lying if i never had those moments either but that's just definitely how i am when it comes down being down there I'm not going to ask you if there's going to be baseball this year because that's way above our pay grade. But <laughs> how anxious are you just waiting for a decision to be made? And is it the major league contract, if they're going to play, is that different than the Gulf League? Will that affect you guys? Um, in what way, you mean? Like, just say there's no baseball this year. Will this still be Gulf League or minor league? Or is everything, uh, like, trickle down from that? Um, You know, they haven't said anything when it comes to that entirely yet. And hopefully something will get worked out. But, I mean, it... I mean, all baseball guys, I mean, you know, me, I'm sure same with everyone else. I mean, everyone's, everyone knows kind of how the grind is and no one's, no one shies away from making any, if you want to talk about any sport where you got to make the most adjustments, it's definitely baseball. And I mean, it's just, 
you know, this pandemic has already been one crazy adjustment. And I think honestly, after that, I don't think any kind of adjustment for normal would be too hard for anyone to accomplish, but, you know, hopefully, you know, something will get figured out with this baseball part and we can all get back to work and have some fun. How you staying in shape right now? Um, throwing being i've been able to throw uh with two buddies that are from lexington and played at kentucky and one of them is a catcher so i've definitely been able to at least throw off the mound to him uh when i can and then one of my very close friends who um owns a workout facility here he's been um very very nice to me to let me work out here and be able to stay in shape so i've i've been very lucky not to miss a beat uh besides you know maybe getting some live action in but you know, I'm doing the best I can. Besides baseball and any sports, what other things you went to? Any good hobbies? Any different hobbies? Uh, one of my favorite hobbies actually is um, photography and vi- videography. I actually love doing that. Really? What, what do you like to take pictures of? Honestly, anything. Um, me and my best friend growing up, he's he was the one that actually really got into it. And that's honestly more his profession and what he's gone to school for. And he is extremely talented. Um, but just got into that with him. and. I mean, we, whether it's baseball, whether it's, you know, maybe doing a mini documentary or just doing, fun, just doing fun videos and definitely doing videos of, you know, friends and family and stuff like that. I mean, or especially trips to Florida, stuff like that. It's, it's been a blast, but I mean, it's, it's really fun to get cool photos, get cool memories and stuff like that. And I mean, it's a lot of fun. You would have a field day here in New York city taking pictures. You know that, right, brother? <laughs> He he's he's been there and he had a field day and the photos and videos he got is absolutely insane. But I definitely would love to get up there. All right, you ready for some quick hit questions to finish up? Yeah, go ahead. You and I are at a bar trying to impress everyone in the bar. Who's the coolest person in your phone that if you texted them, they would text you back? You got a name drop for me. Oh jeez. Uh coolest guy. Uh, sorry, I got to think real quick. No, honestly, it would probably be my best friend who got drafted first round last year. I, he'd probably be the coolest guy, and he's got the <laughs> he's got the biggest backup for it too. So right there, I'd probably just rather have him there. And who's that? Uh, Zach Thompson. He was a first round draft pick by the Cardinals last year. Uh, that's a solid name. Okay, one batter you want to face right now? Like you, like hey, this is my. I'm in the league. I made the league. Who's one batter you just want to pitch against? Cody Bellinger. Ooh, what? That's an interesting. That's an interesting one. Why is that? Uh, I love facing lefties, and for some reason, <laughs> every time I watch Cody Bellinger, I always just sit there and be like, you know what? I want to face Cody Bellinger, and you know, just get after it and see what happens. Best baseball movie of all time. You know, this one probably one. It's a great movie, but and I love Major League and all that. But one of my favorite movies, honestly, is just kind of Moneyball because I am really into that kind of side of baseball but at the same time that movie gives me goosebumps every time and I, I actually i'm not I'm not kidding i actually watched the movie today so i definitely have to say money ball i've had a ton of baseball players on no one's ever gave that answer so that's unique that's a different one uh how about well, this? Then i like that <laughs> coolest piece of memorabilia you own oh geez um you know i'm one of my biggest things whenever i especially going to great sec schools and other stadiums um I love holding on to a lot of little, you know, little knickknacks, little pieces like that to where I get to say I have that. But, you know, I don't I don't know which one I'd probably say is the coolest. I've definitely gotten to hold on to a lot of cool stuff. But 
I have taken dirt from Fenway before, which is definitely kind of cool. Very uh, cool. Because we've gotten to do workouts there. Um, you know, I, well, shoot. Um, I, can, I can always forget the name of it, but I think it's Frisky Pole down in uh, Fenway. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Pesky, um, Pesky Pole. Pesky Pole, that's yeah. it. I've, I've got back-to-back years due to the Cape Cod League. I've gotten to sign my name on that pole, so that's definitely a really cool thing. I know that's maybe the other way around, but – no, that's still cool. pretty cool that's to say really you get to cool. do that. How about this? What's a better day in Kentucky? A nice October at Keeneland or Churchill Downs for the Derby? Um, you know, I don't know. I'd have to say a nice October in Keeneland because I think some of those days at Keeneland, they're just beautiful. Mm-hmm. You get to, you know, hang out with your family and friends, especially if you're tailgating before Keeneland. But then when you get to go into Keeneland, dressing up, enjoying all that, it's, I mean, it's always a blast. I always love when I have all the Kentucky guys on and I ask them that question and they're like, oh, Keeneland. All the girls wear those sundresses. That's all everyone obsessed. No one mentions the horses. Yeah, you, know, you, definitely, you definitely get to see the pretty girls dress up, no doubt. Hey, uh, one part of your game that you really want to improve the most? Um, I would have to say my, my secondary stuff. Um, me, I, was, I didn't really get my first full year ever of pitching until about my sophomore year of college. I started pitching really late my senior year of high school. And, you know, I just – just getting into it kind of late. It was just something that I'm still working to develop on, but you know, it's just one of my key focuses and that's just something I'll be definitely be working on, especially with the Yankees. You, you mentioned sign the pole. What, what's the first autograph you ever gave? Do you remember where it was? Ah, <laughs> uh, geez. Um, you know, I don't think I ever signed anything in high school. I don't think I was ever that important, but, um, <laughs> it was probably, it, it was probably just something that we had done through, um, Kentucky and it was probably, kind of one of our signing days that we get to do but still getting to do that was probably one of the coolest things ever finally getting to sign autographs like that for especially a lot of little kids i mean i mean you don't forget that those kind of memories i mean getting to sign autographs like you're a big shot i mean it's definitely cool and all but it's definitely special to make kids days and stuff like that so that's definitely fun i love asking uh, older players and younger players this question are you looking forward more to being on a baseball card or potentially being in a video game Oh, geez, that's a good one. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool to be in a video game, honestly, because that's just kind of something really unique. But at the same time, I would definitely, when it came to a, it comes to a pro side, I would love to have my first baseball card. I think that almost would have more value to me, honestly. And last one, have you ever read a scouting report on yourself? Uh, yes, I have. Great, because listen, I pulled one up. Let me see if you agree with this. I just pulled one up. Great kid. Off-speed stuff is still a work in progress. Fastball will be 93 to 95, projecting the bullpen as a setup guy. Uh, and then when asked, like, how are you able to post a rate of almost 14 strikeouts per nine inning? The scout says his arm slot generates a lot of sync. Is all that nonsense or do you pay attention to any of that? Uh, no, that's not entirely wrong. Um, I'm definitely very fastball heavy. And that was kind of part of being late, uh, late to the pitching scene. But at the same time, due to that, I was just able to get a lot of confidence in my fastball to where even if it was a one two oh two count, I had, it was my best pitch, and I had no doubt to throw that to anyone and, you know, <laughs> strike your ass out. <laughs> um, but um, maybe not so much sink, I would say, but it's definitely a lot of run. It's almost an entire entirely a horizontal run, mm-hmm. and my fastball plays very high up in the zone, uh, and that's where I get a lot of my strikeouts at. And, but I mean, that's, that's definitely not, not wrong, especially with the, the arm slot and kind of, uh, I'm, I'm, I would, I would say I'm deceptive when I throw. And I think that 
I'm guessing that messes with some hitters. I don't know, but it seems to work. You'll be leaving uh, my old Kentucky home in a few weeks, whenever. What food are you going to crave the most when you're down in St. Pete? <laughs> oh, geez. Um, I don't know, man. I, I love I love going to Harry's. Uh, that's a part of Malone's here. I'm sure you've been there. Oh, of course, of course. Um, I think – I wouldn't even say that it was maybe, maybe a specific food out here, but I do love going to Harry's and Malone's, but – um, I don't know. I, I think that 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 and pizza is one of my favorite things. I love going to Goodfellas here. So I, I had Goodfellas today, but um, you know, I don't I don't think there's maybe a specific food that I would that I would say I would miss from up here. Well, the, the you know the pizza I, I I can never have pizza in Kentucky because where I live. But you know what food I always get down there, and you're gonna know the name of it. It's uh like it's the fried chicken, but it's hot and it's on pieces of white bread. I don't know the name of the place. Uh. Would it be Joella's? Yeah, I think that's what it is, and it comes like little side dishes of stuff. Yeah. Oh, that place is. Um, whenever I come down there, they always take me down to that place. No, Joella, Joella's is great. Uh, I'm not kidding. I probably had a streak at one point <laughs> in the fall or last fall where I, no joke, would get it every Tuesday. And by the time I was calling, they they knew who it was, and they'd be like, "You want the, the you want the usual?" And I say, "Yep." Listen, my brother. Everyone who comes on my show, I think I had two hundred and. 43 different guests. Uh, you got to send something up. So would you rather prefer to sign a Kentucky hat or a Yankee hat to put on my uh, office wall? Um, I don't know. Which one would you want? Which one would mean more to you? Especially having that Kentucky-Yankee uh, combo. Yeah, you know, now we got to think of something because I want to hang it above the Yankees. We'll figure this out. Listen to me. Good luck. <laughs> We're going to keep in touch for real. This was fun. And no, absolutely. Dude, this, was, this is exciting. And it's, it's exciting when uh, a lot of times – and. You follow this. You're a sports guy. A guy gets drafted in basketball, football. Right away, they're playing in the league. It's exciting when people get drafted now. And with the power of Twitter and all these minor league baseball sites, all these Yankee fans are going to be following you. So we're excited for this journey. Can't wait to see you in the Bronx. And uh, we'll link up soon, my brother. Thank you for doing this. No, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast talking to you. Hopefully, we'll get to talk soon. Definitely, my friend. Talk soon. Good luck and uh, be safe. All right. Thank you. See you later, partner. See ya.